on demand. Play on I wonder demand. what pod means. It's probably what it means. I don't. I don't know for sure, but I bet that's what it means. Yeah, I think I think it's pod. All portable right, so. on. Uh, Portable Pod. on demand. I don't know what it means. I didn't invent it for crying out loud. Well, we're broadcasting. Are we on? We didn't now? start yet. Wait, well, no, we didn't start yet. So let me uh, go back, Larry. Don't be saving all that don't stuff be here. That uh, stuff, Larry. All right, now uh, I I'd think like we're know. I think we're good to go here, cowboy. Well, mm-hmm. we've moved from the show over to the NAC Hardware and Lounge. The uh, the NAC Hardware and Lounge in downtown Garage Logic is not only a a great hardware store. It's got the it's got the drinking lounge in the back room. Love that. And that's where, uh, as mayor, I hold court as often as I do in the office. Now, we just got done with a scramble. And in keeping with the Garage Logic backstory, uh, I'm trying to remember. I know the scramble was a guy in Massachusetts who, who called it the scramble. Do you okay. recall that? Uh, I remember, I remember the, the explanation of the scramble being a race. Well, uh, when, no, it started when we played the Frank music on a Friday. Right. And remember, it used to end... Um, did it end the show, or did we start the show? No, no, it ended the show. And it was a, it was a signal to open the garage refrigerator. And it was, it was good to go. It was and, okay. And people scrambled. They go, hey, it's time. That's right. And, and scramble the- ensued to get into the garage refrigerator, but- and it was always Fridays. First, in the we didn't Early call on, it, the, it was only Fridays in the summer, I think. Right, but we didn't call it the scramble to begin with. Not till a guy named it for right, us. Right, that's when that guy called and said, we scramble for that, and that's how the, the scrambler, uh, uh, the scramble came in. But also we had, remember the guy that would try to, the mad scrambler, would right. try to sneak in right. and play the Frank music so we could have an unofficial an unofficial scramble. But yeah, he might do it on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Right, or a 75-degree day in picture Well, that perfect. was uncharitable of him. Uh, scrambles are, with few exceptions, they're they're limited to Friday afternoons. Well, I think they should be, and I think that's if you start putting them on Monday because it's 80 degrees and it starts to cheapen Well, Reavers and tradition. I did one the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. That, I think, can be allowed. They can be done by mayoral decree. A New Year's uh, okay. What would okay? What would be an example? When would the mayor uh, have the paperwork written up so as to allow for a scramble to be? Uh, what occasion? What type of occasion? Well, how about the day before the Fourth of July? I would I'll give you that. How about the day before New Year's Day? Uh, okay. The day before Thanksgiving. Yep. A uh, day or two before uh, Christmas and Easter. <laughs> See, now you're saying a day or two. Yeah. Now you're kind of stretching it out there. But that's, or uh, let's see, what would be another, not a holiday, but a, an activity or a celebration of some sort? Maybe we lose a great living, a, a great living World War II American. No, you're not going to have a scramble on a death. No, to celebrate that, uh, that veteran's life. Well, that's never happened. That's hmm. never happened. It could. But what, well, I'm not the mayor. I can't write up the paperwork, even as a, a, a fill Just a minute, just a minute. The fertilizer's... Not in here. We're in the lounge part. The yeah. fertilizer's out in the hardware part. Check with Hal in aisle seven. Yeah. Great. Later. So, uh, where were we? We were talking about special occasion scrambles. Well, the, the most special occasion of the year, as it concerns the scramble, is the official garage door opener. Now, it's unusual to be talking about this in early December, but the official garage door opener is the first Friday 
to achieve a temperature of 70 degrees or more in the spring. If that happened in February, you know, we have global warming, and climate change is ruining the earth. So at any moment, there could be be an official opener. But usually it's... uh, it's in April and May. The latest has been, what, May 15th or right. so. And we wait in the spring for that first Friday. We're in the temperature. We use the uh, thermometer on the uh, Common Surface Savings and Loan Bank. It's the official. In downtown Garage Lodge. It's right across the street here from the NAC Hardware and Lounge. We use that, uh, and when it hits 70, boom, the garage doors go up and everything's festive. Can I get one of those craft beers? The light one. Thanks. I know. I like that. I like a darker IPA. They're coming. They got some new stuff that they're uh, bringing out for the holiday, pre-Christmas holiday. She's going uh, to bring a pie in one of those little samplers for you. I have not seen it. Uh, I have not seen it in print, but I have heard. Uh, I have heard references to the idea that uh, Garage Logic might be a poor man's version of Lake Wobegon. Uh, yes. And uh, I say cautiously. <laughs> I do, too. And uh, it might be interesting to consider that, uh, you know, we've had this list going of people we'd be surprised if they were accused of sexual improprieties. Yes. You know, we got Tom Hanks on the list. Yep. Ron Howard. Right. I got Jeff Bridges on the mm-hmm. list. Maybe Denzel Washington. The names of celebrities who would astonish us if they had had us fooled all these years. Right. Uh, I would have had Keeler on that list. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something. Uh, I would agree with you there, and my wife and I were talking about it. He's not in a situation like that. I, I've seen him. He's away from the crowd. He's he, a he tremendously d- shy guy. Now, uh, it's been all over the news that Keeler's been fired from public radio because he, by his account, he touched a woman on her bare back. Well, if that's all he did. Uh, that's that's no more salacious than putting your hand on a woman's shoulder to steady yourself to get around her in a crowded room. Agreed. If that's all he did, then there's not a single one of us who can't expect to get fired. Not a single one. If that's all he did, right. so you can't tell me that's all he did. Right. That's my that's my theory. Is that it has to be more that they have been investigating or looking into because according to some of the reports, it was. Uh, several weeks that they were, or, or even months. I don't know for sure. Those are just the reports that I've heard. So, Not to mention, I don't see this guy with the energy to get himself out of a chair. <laughs> I, I So for him to uh, to be uh, playing David Copperfield, uh, that doesn't make sense to me. But wouldn't you love to know the real story? Because the guy made Minnesota Public Radio. Yes. The guy made Lake Wobegon into a fantastic industry. Doesn't happen to be my cup of tea, but he's a skilled guy. Yes. He's a skilled Tough. writer. You can't argue with and that. And he put together one hell of a radio show. And uh, Marketing business. They the- don't have, you know, they don't have the NAC hardware and lounge or the common surface savings and loan. They don't have the... They don't have some of the dynamics of garage logic, but nevertheless, you got to tip your hat when your hat is due to be tipped. And they built quite a uh, quite a, a fanciful town there in Lake. Wolverine. They had merchandise, they and, had and a- so they've excised uh, they've excised him from their history. They're not even going to call the show a Prairie Home Companion when it's on reruns. They're going to rename it. 
uh, no, I'm sorry, they won't even play reruns. Right. And then the current version of it, they won't even call it a Prairie Home Companion. They're they're taking him off the air for Writer's Almanac and this. And you're telling me this was because he touched some gal on the back? It doesn't uh, add we up. don't have the story. It we doesn't don't have the story. It really does not add up. So got we just have to wait and find stained, out. Uh, he's got those lint-stained red socks. <laughs> you got the collapsed face of a tired bloodhound, and he, he speaks almost in a way that sounds like a foreign language. And this guy got canned for sexual harassment, allegedly. He, what did he do? Plus, what did he do? Not just a minute. The, Hal didn't even put out the sleds yet. There's not even snow on the ground. We're having a run of warm weather. And we're trying to do a podcast here. Come on, here. kid. Get out of out, here. You're we're... in the bar part of this, kid. you got to sip over the lines. Go, go on, go on, go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. There you go. So what he even did is beyond me. I have, I'm serious. I have no idea. Plus, think about the time, the amount of time that he had to do to prepare that show. Because that show, there, was, there wasn't any wasted space. And he describes himself, by his own admission, as the least physically demonstrative person on the set. He said at the conclusion of each show, people are hugging and, you know, giving each other the air kisses and yep. whatever you do. And he'd skulk over to the corner like the big hulk he is and just stand there. And uh, I find that entirely plausible that he'd be an unlikely candidate to be playing come in Rangoon with somebody. Well, and I don't mean to be, I don't, I don't say this to be mean-spirited. I'm just, he, so he was socially inept. Oh. Uh, just it, it, it. That's just the way he was or is. Awkward. Awkward. Awkward is a, is a better word. He yeah. just. Um, you didn't know which way he was going when you when you meet with him or say hello to him or greet him. I. I uh, uh, he's even alluded to this, but I'll bet you he moves to Europe. You think so? Yeah, he doesn't. Uh, you think he's? He don't want to walk around the United States with people looking at him. He can't stand it if they're looking at him and he hasn't been <laughs> accused of anything. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to put. He's not going to put up with it. Well, if he's got to walk around knowing he's being uh, looked at with uh, some uncharitable. Well, remember, as you news. said, he built up quite a, a deal here with MPR, uh, and I'm sure he's still cashing a check from royalties and so forth. How do they make a clean cut and cut him off? I have no idea. That's all for the lawyers to figure out, I suppose. But uh, do they think we all fell off the turnip truck in uh, Lake Wobegon? You don't get canned for touching a woman on her back. No, no. And the way he described it, his hand slipped and it went up her back, not down. Up and takes you out of the red zone. Up takes you out of the red zone. If it's if you're if it's on the back, boom. If you're going down, boom. You yeah, can find all trouble. sorts of trouble. You got a little trouble. You're heading there. towards the swimsuit. Right. That's the... Uh, that's the uh, the no go zone, as we call it. That not only the no go zone, the signal that you could hear alarms. Right, you know, right. Bells the red, almost like those nuclear warnings, those uh, Uga horns. Now he said his hand went up. When you go up, all you can find is a shoulder or a neck, which aren't usually connected with anything sexual. Right, right. And as far uh, as I know, and I don't know what that, he was consoling her. Yeah, I don't know. She, he said. We don't know that story yet he, either. He said she was. Uh, unhappy. Did, did did he mean existentially, or did she just get a cold powder milk biscuit? What what happened? What, what the hell happened here? That is something that will just, just a minute. Just a minute. I'm gonna have one more, Pete. Please. Uh, yeah, another IPA. Thank Ooh, you. Yeah. And hey, hustle up with that sampler. That little sampler pack. I want to see the new ones. The new Christmas brews that Do are. We out. have food tonight, Pete. Or it's always food. We'll find something. 
Bring him a club sandwich, please. Yeah, I'll take a club sandwich. Yeah, they make a damn good club sandwich. Well, you know, I have it easy because the mayor's off. I can walk. I mean, I don't have to drive. The mayor's office is right next to the... We're, we're real close to the east shore of Spoon Lake, and the mayor's office is above the boathouse, and I'm literally 50 steps from my uh, my abode. And are they uh, are they flipping the switch for the uh, the tree lights down in the square? Do you have Not any tonight. duties for that? Not tonight. When is that? This cup next week? Uh, I think it's next week. Okay. Wait a little bit close. Do you I know, have to be there? I think, yeah, you got to flip that big, huge, the big electric switch that they have yeah. on, off. Yeah. So that, Unless you, of course, want to delegate that to... Uh, Anybody else? Yeah, so he uh, he said he went to console a gal uh, who must have appeared on the show uh, and that she was unhappy about something. We don't know what constituted her uh, unhappiness and that he uh, he touched her on her bare back and he apologized. Right. Because apparently she recoiled. Right. Now think about that. A little that. startled. Words mean something. Recoiled means to spring back as though a shot from a gun. Right. Uh, it also means to, uh, to to lead back in repugnance. Uh, my theory is that it was so astonishing for him to have touched anybody that she freaked out. It's almost like the monster awakening in Frankenstein. He stands, <laughs> no, I mean, he yeah. by his own admission, he doesn't have anything to do with people. He stands off to the side, and then all of a sudden... She felt the, 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 uh, his cold fingers on her bare back, and she probably thought, this is, I can't handle this. This is not, this is not what I wanted. So he apologized, and she said to him, in essence, no harm, no foul. She said to him, forget it, don't worry about it. And then via email. And they were buddies. Right. Until her lawyer called him. Come mm. on, are we ever going to get, taxpayers pay for this MPR. I want to know the story. Right, we got to get the story, because that's a lot of money at stake here. And not to mention, there's a lot of people's jobs at stake if this were to go away completely. We've never had this problem in GL, uh, knock on wood. Uh, How'd we get on? Oh, we talked about Lake Wobegon doesn't have a scramble. No. That's how we got on But in stuff. GL, uh, when we're out in public, we're essentially in cages. Uh, when we're at the fair, they put us behind a railing, and we're not allowed to to interact with people. If, they, if a kid wants a picture, if an infant wants a picture, they lift him up and... We can't really do much. That's we're, all we need to do. We're, we're corralled. We do, we're right. corralled. We stay inside the cage, we so stay to speak. Inside. That's what I've uh, suggested Franken should do. Uh, Al Franken, if he lasts as senator and he appears at the fair next year, keep him in a cage. Keep him in a cage. <laughs> yes. Keep him on a short leash. Yes. Obviously, he's not to be trusted. No, absolutely not. Uh, Keeler, I don't know what to say about Keeler. Uh, he's either getting a bum deal or... A bum deal that he seems to be accepting of because he right. doesn't seem to contest anything, or, or there's just so much of the story that that we will never know except as it's hashed out here in the in the NAC uh, Hardware and Lounge. Well, we can do that, and that's why we're here with the uh, the Garage Logic Inside Garage Logic the back story. This was episode five, and we talked a little. You bit. You know, I walk by his house occasionally. Yeah. Keelers. Yeah, I've never uh, never met him personally. Really, he's never, never been met outside. Him. Never met him. I don't think he goes outside. He's very pale. I would like to see. I would like to be a witness at that meeting just to see how everything. Goes. I wouldn't mind meeting him. Sure, he's a, he's a uh, stalwart of the radio industry. I wouldn't mind meeting him, but uh, you think you'd ever come on Garage Logic? We've always uh, we've always been at arm's length. I doubt if he'd ever come on Garage Logic. Franken, 
is invited every year to come on Garage Logic, and I'm always grateful when he refuses because I essentially don't want to talk to him. <laughs> but we invite him. We invite him, yes. I, and I, I gave up the last couple of years, but he has been invited every other year that he has been a senator, mm-hmm. and the people don't even get back to me. That's his it's, uh, it's It's unfortunate is what it is. Come in, Rangoon. All right, let's uh, wrap up this episode five. Episode five of Garage Logic, Inside Garage Logic, the backstory. And I want to know what Keeler did. Well, we're going to find out. You know, to get canned from a, from a fifty year history like that, I you got to get something out of it. You got to get something out of it, and we'll find out in the upcoming weeks. My guess would be, and also speaking of the future. With the uh, the holidays coming up, I'm sure we're going to talk about things like the Christmas light rivalry, oh, yeah. the original call, and then the call from the guy that called in and played the prank on his his neighbors. Yeah. Also, the um, the uh, remember the guy that was really mad that people came to his house. Yeah, we had a, a caller once who was extremely upset. He decorated his house intensely. And then, for some reason, was extremely upset that people were driving by to look at right the buses and yeah. he, that they were profiting off of his labor right. upset him. But we can we can talk about that. And stuff. remember, next week at uh, Spoon Lake down at the park, we're going to light the Christmas tree. Oh, I can't wait! Will we have cocktails? I'll see. <laughs> All right. See you next time on Inside Garage Logic: The Backstory. Thanks for tuning in. What did he do? What did he do? Come on, let's go get something neat.